You're listening to Life Lessons from a Psychic with See Psychic Readings Intuitive Podcast. The podcast where you'll get healing messages from spirit to help you move positively forward in your life. Hey everyone, it's C from C Psychic Readings. Thank you very much for joining me for this podcast where I want to get right into it and talk about one of the questions I get most besides love and relationships as a psychic reader. And lots of my clients will say, see, I hate my job. What do I do? So I really want to break this down because it's so much more than just I'm in the wrong job. I don't like my job. Whenever I work with my clients, I find that where they are career and professionally really has more to do with their mindset, potentially past traumas, ways they're looking at their life in the future, limiting beliefs that they have. And all this stuff kind of festers in and circles up into this idea of where they are, which is the fact that they hate their job, they don't like it, they feel stuck, they don't know what to do, uh, they don't know what their passion is, all this stuff. And then they get really frazzled on our readings and they go into a tizzy and they start spiraling. And that's where I have to say to them, whoa, 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 <laughs> let's take a minute here. Let's back up. Let's really look at, first off, how you got to here, where you are, and where you can go. So that's what I want to do in this podcast. I want to break down three things. First off, I want to break down, number one, where you are in terms of, excuse me, how you got here. So I want to talk about how you got to this job, this career, where you are right now, and what you're hating. And then I want to move into why you're here why you're where you are right now, what are the lessons that are being learned from this, what can you learn in this career or job to move you forward to where you're supposed to be, and then I want to move into where you actually want to be, okay? And my goal is hopefully by talking about this and giving you potentially what might be a different perspective on things, it's really going to help you move forward in your career, in your job, and think about things a little bit differently, okay? So let's start from the beginning, beginning, you know? how you kind of got to where you are now, right? What sort of happened with that? Now, again, I can't go into your specific situation because I'm not reading for you yet, <laughs> but I can talk about what situations I've seen with my clients. So a lot of times my clients fall into their jobs. And it's really funny because when I'm doing a reading with a client, if anyone's ever read for me, uh, read with me, one of the things that I do is um, I don't like to get any information about my clients before I read for them. I want to come in as clean as possible. I don't want to give have them give me any information while I'm giving them their reading. And then they can kind of fill in the blanks or fill in, you know, information, ask questions once I kind of give them what I call is like a general read. Um, and a lot of times when I'm doing this general read, when I'm talking about career, you know, if it's for a client like this, I'll say that specifically. I'll say, yeah, it's so funny with your job or where you are right now. You didn't choose this. You kind of just fell into it, right? Or it's like somebody came in and they gave this here. I don't know what this is. And we'll t I'll be explaining that and they'll say, yeah, that's exactly right. See, I kind of was either not focused on career. Or I was focused on other things in my life at the time. Um, or, you know, I was listening to other people in terms of the career and job I should have, wasn't really listening to myself, or I didn't really think enough about my career or job. I just kind of, you know, fell into it. Someone gave me an opportunity or I got a shot at something and I kind of just kept going without even thought or thinking about it. This is what tends to happen normally to get you in the position. So what are the things to really focus on there that maybe might have led up to or what leads up to where you might be, which is the fact that you really are not liking or you're hating your career or your job at the moment? Well, number one, 
it's the thought process of it, right? If you weren't thinking actively about your career, what you're really thinking of wanting to do, your passions, your feelings, your spirit, all that kind of stuff, you, you might just fall into something, right? And it is very easy um, to sort of become complacent in our lives is what I like to say to people, which is where we kind of turn our brain on autopilot and either we get stuck in what I call the 3D experience. And this is, if you look at anything about 3D, it's the idea of, uh, you know, the where you are right now. It's focusing on the job, the money, the house, the family, the news, all the crazy, you know, inflation stuff going up out there. We can all get caught into that. That is a very, very easy thing for everyone to get caught up into. Um, or you can move into what is called the 5D experience. Um, and that is where you're actually looking at the reality perspective of where you should be rather than where you are right now. So it's taking, you know, kind of putting on those filters and taking apart all those things that you kind of should be focused on in life, should, should, should. This is not to say you forget about them, but what it means is that you don't make them that blinding focus in your life and instead focus on the what you are of life. Okay. So with your career and your job, if you've fallen into it, or if you were kind of pushed into it by other people, or if it wasn't your choice, that's okay. That's just how you got to where you are now. So it allows you to see where you are now and knowing where you came from helps you get to where you wanna go. A lot of times when I do readings with clients, it's fascinating because just giving them information on maybe some things that happened in the past or past traumas or childhood stuff has them just kind of have that aha moment. And they say, see, I don't know what happened, but just you, that piece, that puzzle piece that put it all together for me, that's what I needed. So sometimes that's what you need in just terms of thinking about your career. So if you are in this position of feeling stuck in your career, not knowing what to do, really think about it from the perspective of how did I get here? How, what happened that led me up to here and why am I unhappy right now with it? Right. And that's going to lead you to the where you are. Okay. That's where you are right now. So the good news about where you are is there's obviously a few things that are happening. There's shifts that are happening. I tell everybody, we have to listen to our bodies. We have to listen to our intuition and our bodies and our spirit. We do not listen to our mind. And what I mean by that is I'm sure people out there have heard of the, um, the saying that thoughts are not things. And it's a big thing I talk about with my client because we have thousands of thoughts a day. Do you know how many of those thoughts are actually valid? And I'll give you one prime example that I'm sure everyone can relate with. How many times did you overstress or over worry or have anxiety over something you were thinking about that either never really happened or it wasn't that bad when it did actually happen? You know, and there's that joke that you die a million times, you know, thinking about this or having these thoughts without it manifesting into an actual thing. So that's why I really want to separate the two. So if you're in the position right now where you hate your job, you hate your career, and you're looking for something to do differently, that's a good thing. That's really good. What that actually means is your spirit and your soul is telling you, okay, I'm not where I'm supposed to be right now. I need something different. Okay. So that means I need to make some sort of transition or I need to make a move at least, or I need to think about this differently. You know, there's no one size fits all. It doesn't always mean that because you hate your job or career right now, you have to get out and do something totally different. You know, I have lots of clients that come to me saying, see, I just hate my job and career and that's it. I just know I need to do something different. I just don't know what it is. Tell me what to do. And through our psychic reading, I'm able to say to them, well, listen, you like this, you like this, you like this, you like this about your career, right? They go, oh, absolutely. I love all that stuff, but you don't like this. Yeah, that's the part I don't like. 
okay, so let's really break this down. This isn't that you hate your career and you hate where you are. You hate the situation right now or one particular thing about where you are right now in your career. This is a different problem to solve. And you know, a lot of times I find in the work I do with my clients, it's more about breaking it down to find the specific problem that they are actually going through to solve that. Because, you know, I'll say probably eight times out of 10, a client will come to me with certain thoughts or things that they want to deal with or certain things that they want to look at. And through the reading, I'll kind of say, no, no, you came for this, but that's not what we're actually dealing with. We're dealing with this. And they'll think about it. They go, oh, see, yeah, I never thought of it like that. You're right. I'm not, this is the overarching kind of theme of what I believe is making me unhappy. But as we're kind of nitpicking through it and going through little things, I'm finding that that's not what it is. This is what's the real thing about making me unhappy. Cool. Once when we actually find the problem, we can solve it, you know, but as they say out there, you know, if you don't know what the actual root of the problem is and you're just trying to solve everything around it, you're never going to actually solve the problem. You're going to put a Band-Aid solution on it, you know, so I've read for clients that have jumped from job to job to job and guess what? They're no happier. Um, and then they got a, you know, a record of a job hopper on their resume. So that's not great, you know? So a lot of times, if we can really look at what it is that is making you unhappy within your particular situation, we can get there to the root of it. So you don't spend a lot of time spinning your wheel. Okay. So if you are in the situation and you're where you are at now, the first thing I recommend to everybody is write down everything you do like about your job. And if you're the first one to say to me, see, there's nothing. And I had a client like this and she was like, see, I love you to death, but there's nothing I like about my job. I cannot tell you one thing. I obviously saw lots of things. So I mentioned a couple things to her and she goes, well, yeah, I don't know if I love that. I said, okay, well, let's rephrase the question. What do you not hate about it? Maybe that's the perspective lens that you have to look through. And once when I mentioned that to her and I said, what do you not hate about the job? All of a sudden she was coming out with lots of things that she really liked. She liked the people down there she connected with. She liked the commute. It was five minutes from her home and she had a lots of amazing parking. Um, she did like certain aspects of it in terms of the kind of work that she did. There was a lot of stuff to be desired, but she found those things that she liked in it. And the reason why I tell people you have to do this is because number one, those things that you actually do like within the current career or job that you're in, even if you hate the job in totality, that actually is the root or that's the starting point of where to get to where you want to get to. That's the future of where you're trying to go. Okay. And then the other thing you're going to want to do is yes, let's go to the negative. Let's make a list of all the things you hate, write them all down. And then I want you to circle the top five, because a lot of times you'll find there's a lot of things within your list that to be honest, you can't do anything about. Okay. So if it's a fact that, you know, you do not like your boss, but you have to work with them. I can't do anything about your boss at the moment. I can maybe do something about helping you figure out how to work with your boss. And I do that a lot with clients. And we talk about perspective on how to interact with your boss differently. That'll cause a different reaction in them, which will then cause a different outcome for you. But for example, that is not something you at this point have any physical or actual control over. Okay. So you want to circle the thing, the five things about your job that you actually hate that you can do something about. Okay. Because the other things that you can't do anything about, I tell my clients, don't focus on it, you know, focus on what you can do something about and focus on just getting to what I call is a muted stance. And what I mean by a muted stance is we'll take the boss, for example, 
If you have a boss that you really hate and you don't feel like they respect you or they know you or you don't work well with them, again, you can't do anything about that. You know, and lots of my clients say, oh, see, do you see them leaving the company or do you see them moving away because I don't want to work with them anymore. I get it. But again, we've all heard this saying, or if you haven't, I'm going to tell you this saying, you know, um, attention goes where energy flows. So if you put all your energy and attention into, you know, your boss and how much you hate them or how much you don't like them or how much you don't like the experience with them, you're going to get more of what you don't want. You know, I kind of like to joke around this with my clients, and this is part of that manifestation colony and the law of attraction is, you know, for example, if you, a lot of my clients come to me and say, see, I want money. I'm like, great. What are you focusing on with it? I'm focusing on the want of money. Awesome. And just by you telling me this, I could probably tell you that you have lots of situations where you need money. Oh my God, you're psychic. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, I am, but it just goes to show you, I don't need to be psychic to know that, right? If you're already thinking in that sense, you're going to get what your thoughts are. So instead, I'm not saying shift your mindset completely and say, oh, kumbaya, I love my boss. My boss is the best because I don't believe it. And if I don't believe it, you're not going to believe it. But instead, focus on, you know, what you can do. So maybe you don't like the interactions with your boss, but can you interact with them differently? You know, so I'll give you an example. If they're very curt and there's somebody that doesn't take, um, you know, doesn't give you a lot of emotional uh, reciprocity and doesn't make you have all the feels that way and doesn't make you feel heard, understood and listened to, then don't try and get that from them. Try and operate the way that they're operating. So if they're very no-nonsense, you be very no-nonsense. If they're like their emails in at 9 a.m., get your email in at 9 a.m. Do what you can to create a symbiotic relationship and let the rest go. Let it go to universe. This is what I always tell people. Let it go to universe. Allow the universe to deal with what you can't deal with. You focus on what you can deal with, okay? Now those top five things that you hate that you can do something about, start working on doing something about those things. Whether that is delegating work out to a coworker or somebody else on your team, whether it's you talking with your boss about boundaries and time management boundaries, the one thing you never want to do is make or not make actions out of fear, okay? So if you're looking at your job or your career and you're saying, and this happens with me all the time with my clients, oh, I can't do this because I'll lose my job. I can't do this because this will happen. Well, do you actually know that will happen? Or is this again the thought thing and you're having a million thoughts, you're dying a million deaths without it actually happening? This being said, I'm going to say exercise restraint, you know, for example, I don't think you should go into work and key your boss's car and expect he's going to be happy about it. You're going to keep your job. No. Okay. <laughs> we all have to use logic and reasoning. <laughs> but that being said, for example, if you can't, if you're feeling or you are overworked and you're doing the work of two to three different people in your job and you can't go to your boss and say, Hey, listen, I'm overworked. I'm having all of this stuff happen. And if you really look at my job description, how much work I'm putting in and this and that, I don't think it's really fair or I don't think I'm going to be paid adequately. Well, then you know what? You want to know that sooner than later, you know? So for example, I kind of say baby breach it. That's what I like to call it. So maybe what you do is you catch your boss or, you know, again, this is very specific to your situation. And maybe you would breach the subject just kind of saying, hey, I'm feeling overworked or I'm feeling like this. See how they relate. If they don't relate well, well, guess what? There's a million solutions around that. Okay. But nine times out of 10, a lot of my clients, when we work on their specific example, because again, I can't say anything specifically because I haven't read for you. But if when we work on their specific example, there's usually a million ways to kind of go about it for them to get what they want. And sometimes they don't even see the solutions until we talk about them. They go, oh, see, you're right. My boss is like this. And I didn't think about going through that, you know, or going through that channel. 
So this is where you need to think about things differently. So you want to do what you can do to kind of eliminate the things you don't like in your job at the moment and think about the things you do like about your job. Now, I'm going to probably suggest something that's going to be crazy and radical for a lot of you out there, but it really does help you get to the career and the job that you want. If you're in a career and a job right now that you absolutely hate, I want you to write down all the things you're grateful for about it and do this every single morning before you go to work. And some of my clients say, see, this is crazy. I don't want to do this. I hate everything. Well, no, there can't be everything that you hate because I can give you one thing that you're going to be grateful for. It gives you income, plain and simple. You might hate the job. You might hate the career, but guess what? You're getting a paycheck. Okay. You are employed. There are people that aren't employed. Okay. So you have a job, which is good. Maybe it's a job that you actually, you know, have been there for a long time. So you have a, a really good kind of severance pay built up. Maybe you've been there for a while. People like you, you can, you know, do whatever you want down there and you have autonomy. All these things are things to be grateful for. So make a list of what you're really grateful for. Okay. So you have what you're grateful for list. You have listing all the stuff that you really love about the job. And then you have listing the things that you don't like about it, that you can do something about. Now, all these things are going to help lead you into where you want to be. Okay. So where is it that you want to go in your career, in your job? Okay. Well, number one, a lot of my clients come to me and the first thing they think about is I need a side hustle. I want to be an entrepreneur. I don't want to work for somebody anymore. I don't think that's bad. A lot of my clients have an entrepreneurial hat in them and they don't even know it. You know, and through us talking, they realize it. But the thing that you have to realize too with this is that is not a magic solution. You know, if you really talk with entrepreneurs and I have a lot of clients who are successful entrepreneurs, um, the difference between the entrepreneurship versus, you know, kind of having a, a job, quote unquote, it's just a different balance point, you know? So again, with entrepreneurship, it's not like it's a sound and complete thing. It's not like you just hang out your shingle, you start getting a bunch of customers and everything's successful. It's work. And to be honest with you, a lot of my entrepreneurs work 10 times harder and sometimes for less money than those that are actually employed do. The difference is going to be if you put in that sweat equity and you do that work right and you focus on that and do what it needs, it can potentially build you something better in the future, okay? That's a potential. But it's again, how much work and effort and what you wanna do with it. So I wouldn't necessarily say yes or no to entrepreneurship for you if you hate your career or your job. It's more along the lines of does that fit and can you see the pros and cons of that? Can you see the long view of things? And where does that fit into your life story? Okay. Now, if you're looking at your career or job and you hate it completely, yeah, maybe your job. It's really funny because I do a lot of readings for this and I'll say to a client, I like what you do now, but they're showing me this. What are you showing me this industry or this thing? And I will be fascinated because they'll say, see, it's so funny you say that because I used to do that when I was a kid or see, it's funny you said that because I did that in university and then my uncle got me a job here and I totally forgot about that. Or it's really funny you say that because I've been thinking about this and it's something I really want to do. Well, why am I getting it? Why am I getting it and you're getting it? And it, every time it makes me laugh because everyone always says, see, it's so funny you see that because I've been thinking about that. Well, what are we doing here, right? We're obviously getting the same information from the same source, okay? I don't draw from anything different than you draw from. Your intuition, your gut, is the exact same thing that I'm doing. I always tell clients when I'm reading for you, I'm not giving you quote unquote new information. I'm giving you information your spirit and soul already know about. You just might not know this at a visceral level. So basically, if some crazy lady on the other side of the phone or on the internet can validate 
true and real things that you already know within yourself, it gives you that confidence to know that it's true. Okay. So if you do find yourself feeling that and you do find that you're in the wrong career or in the wrong industry, yeah, it might be time for a pivot. It doesn't mean that you have to pivot right away. A lot of times these things are long-term plans. It's being patient and moving forward slowly. Nothing gets done right when it's done super fast without any patience and planning. All right. That's what I find, but it's something you can think about. So if you're in that position, do think about what are some of the careers or some of the jobs or some of the experiences that you liked? What is it that you like that maybe you aren't interpreting or you aren't putting into your world right now? And that might be something to quote unquote do as a side hustle. It might be something to start off as a hobby. You know, I'll be honest. I had a reading with a client who thought that they hated their job, but they really liked the security and the benefits and they were close-ish to retirement. So they didn't want to blow everything and start from scratch again, because it's true, you know, jumping careers or jumping jobs does come with pros and cons. So you have to consider everything. And sometimes you don't want to pay that price, nor should you. Um, and so, for example, we were talking about this. And then as we were talking about it, my realization with her was, yeah, she didn't, it wasn't necessarily that the job was so bad. Granted, it wasn't her favorite thing to do in life, but it provided her good income. It had good hours and support to it. You know, she didn't hate it. It was somewhere to go. She liked the people, uh, but there were certain aspects she felt was missing from her life. Well, guess what? We started talking about hobbies and outside interests, and I found out she wasn't doing any of the stuff that I was mentioning, yet she felt like she wanted to. So I said, so why don't you start these as hobbies outside of work? Because to be honest with you, your work's pretty set up and you have all this time outside of work. You're not working 24 seven. You're not on one of those on-call jobs. So why don't you do that and then figure out, you know, from there where things go. Do you know, and I recently got an email from her saying that, yeah, that that was the ticket, that now she loves her job even more. She's very active in her community doing different things and it's making her feel whole. And that was what she needed for this time. Okay, so if you're thinking about why you hate your career and your job, um, you know, that could be the aspect. So again, you don't want to throw out the baby with the bathwater. You know, you want to separate things and really figure out again, what you're really trying to figure out is what the core of the problem is. One thing I will tell you, it probably isn't, and you're going to probably disagree with me a lot with this or have a lot of harsh reaction to this. It's not about the money. Okay. And I want to really preface this and explain what I mean by that. Okay. Well, nine times out of 10, when a client comes to me and says, see, I hate my job because I don't make enough money. It isn't about money. It's about something around money. Okay. Um, I kind of like to explain this also as, uh, you know, if you're having financing solutions in your life where you can't afford things or you can't pay for things, I'm not going to say always, but nine times out of 10, that's a spending and expense issue as opposed to a money earning issue. That means you are spending more than you're bringing in. Okay. And a lot of clients say, oh, but see where I live is expensive and this and that. Well, it might be, but that's where the trade-off has to come because other people are living in the locations you are and they're spending or earning differently. And you're just not exhibiting those skills or exhibiting those patterns. You know, I like to tell everybody, everything's been done under the sun. Okay. So it's nothing brand new out there. So if you're trying to do and accomplish something in any arena, whether it's job career, uh, whether it's finances, whatever it is, other people have had your situation or other people have had similar situations and other people have done it. So if other people have had these situations and other people have done it and you are struggling, it means it's out there for you. You just have to find the right situation, person, skill set, circumstance that you can emulate to get to where you want to be. Okay. So if your question is regards to career and job, and you're saying, I don't make enough money with it. 
it's not about the money. It's what's around the money. Okay. So again, I can't speak to your specific example because I, I, you know, I haven't read for you, but what I'm seeing as in the overarching theme with my clients, usually my client is underpaid for the work that they're doing and they either haven't gone to their, you know, support or superior or haven't gone to the right channels to find out how to get paid and compensated fairly. Either they're too scared to ask for more money because, you know, to be honest, they're scared to lose their job or they think they don't mentally deserve it, to be honest with you, or they're just not sure how to go about having that conversation. The money issue is usually a mental issue within my client in terms of it being part of your money mindset as opposed to the actual job. Okay. If you're not making enough money, I'm going to ask you one sincere question. Do you think you deserve it? Think about that before you answer it. Okay. Do you think you deserve the money that you're looking for? Now, I want to be very clear with this because I've read for clients who have said right away, oh, see, yeah, I totally deserve it. And I go, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, then why, if, if you think you deserve it, you're not putting the actions towards somebody that would showcase that they are deserving of this? Okay, I'll give it to you in a different context. I have a lot of women that say they want all these, you know, they say they want this great relationship with this person um, and, you know, they can name all the stuff they want with them. And then I'll say, do you think you deserve it? And they go, of course I do, see? Well, then why are you entertaining all these people that you're going out with that aren't showing you those reactions or aren't showing you those actions right off the bat? Why are you even spending time with them? Well, I want to give him the opportunity and the benefit of the doubt. And I said, yeah, and every time you do it, you get screwed over. So when are you going to learn to change your actions so actions change so you get different results? Okay, so same thing. If you're thinking about your career and your job and the issue is having to do with money, do you think you deserve it? Do you think you're putting in the work, the time, the resources to get what it is that amount of money means? And what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes I'll have clients that will come to me, gosh, love them, but they'll be a little unrealistic and they'll say, oh, see, but I want to make all this money. And, you know, I, I read on the internet, this person can do this and they only work four hours a day. Well, do they, do they really? I really want you to get specific on that because I've actually gone down that rabbit hole when a couple clients have told me this, researching the actual particular individual or the industry or what they're talking about. And no, that person works much harder. They're working 10 to 12 hours a day. In my world, any of the clients I read for that are very successful financially in their career or job or in their business, they're working a lot. The difference is they're either loving what they do or they're referencing it or kind of complacing it or putting it in compartments where they can manage and balance a lifestyle towards it, which is something they've worked on very hard. Okay. I don't, I don't personally know anyone out there that is working three, four hours a day, making a lot of money, literally doing nothing. They might be doing what they love tremendously. And so therefore it's not work so they could keep doing it, but they're still doing stuff. They're, they're doing, that's what I like to say. You know, so if this is a money issue, you really want to think about your mindset about it. Okay. Are you putting in the actions, the thoughts, the feelings, the work to get to where that price point should be? Are you worth that comparatively just in terms of your environment? Now, if you are, which a lot of my clients are, it means they're asking for lesser or they're, they're getting lesser because they're not asking for enough. So that's where you got to go and ask for that, right? How you do it is something to be discussed, but it, that's what can be out there, you know? Um, maybe it's that your industry doesn't pay enough for what it is that you want to do. Well, then again, let's go back to the, the job board. What is it that you like to do and how can you get people to pay you for it? Again, 
I do all this in my readings with clients. And the cool thing that I get to do with them is we get to go to their specific situation based off of the information that spirit provides me to really look at and drill down the root of the problem. So then I can help them make an action plan to get out of that stuck place on where they are. And the one thing I'm going to tell you is this is not a simple process. Okay. So a lot of people are looking for the quick answers with this. It isn't just see, I want a better career and job, or I want to make more money, or I hate where I am. Fix it. This isn't about fixing it. Okay. You're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. This is about learning where you are right now, learning the lessons towards that. So you can get to you want to be, I can't tell you how many times I read for somebody, or I just talk with somebody. And again, gosh, love them, you know, because everybody is a universal creature on this planet with the same spirit of love and just wants to be unconditionally loved and heard. But a lot of people get in their own way. They do the same thing over again and they expect different results or they're not willing to make the tough changes or look at things in the tough way that they need to do. And, you know, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So if you are looking to make true and real change with your career or job this year, or looking to actually manifest that business or manifest where it is that you want to go, it is more about looking at where you are right now. What are the actions that you're taking that are serving you? What are the actions that you're taking that are not serving you? And how do you learn the lessons from these actions to move you in the space that you want to be? Have patience. One thing I love to tell clients, Human time and spirit time, two totally different things. So a lot of clients love to come to me. Everyone wants the fast pill. We're in a fast pill society, right? Give me the pill. Let me get going. It doesn't work like that. Real change doesn't work like that. Real soul learning doesn't work like that. Have patience. Focus less on the time of where you're going to be at a certain time, because that's one surefire way of not getting where you want to be. And instead, focus on the actions. What can I do daily? What is the thing I can wake up and do today? You know, I always like to say you want to compartmentalize, compartmentalize the day. You don't have yesterday. That's already been spent. That's already gone. You don't have tomorrow because again, let's be honest. We do not know where we're going to be tomorrow. Nobody does. Okay. You have today. You've woken up. Your eyes are open. You have today. So what can you do today to push yourself closer to all of your goals? And again, you don't have to do it all at once. It's not like we have to move mountains. It's digging a little bit of dirt every day. That's how you get to where you want to go. You know, if you want a mantra towards this or an affirmation, I tell all my clients this, you know, wake up and say to yourself every day in every way I am getting better. You know, a lot of my clients report just saying that to themselves helps them think about the inspired action or what they would like to do or what they know they could be doing or should be doing to improve themselves in their career and their job and have faith and patience. You know, if you're doing the right things, and you're moving it in the right area, you will get the right results. What happens is a lot of people do the wrong things or think about it in the wrong way and are frustrated. They're not getting the results. It's very similar to diet and exercise in the sense we all know how to lose weight and get fit or get skinny, right? You have to, you know, use a lot more calories than you're taking in very simple. But a lot of times people don't actually want to calculate this properly or really look at their diet and eating habits or look at the mental that's associated with that. Why are they eating or overeating at certain points? Why are they eating or overeating certain foods at certain points in their life? What are the mental triggers? And then they're just frustrated. Why can't I do this? When am I going to get skinny? When am I going to get this? Well, when are you going to do the work? That's what I always like to tell my clients. You know, they always come to me and say, see, when is this going to happen? 
when are you going to do the work? When you do the homework, that can happen. But, you know, I can't take you from kindergarten to university right away. There's a bunch of chapters in between. There's a bunch of grades in between. You have to learn a bunch of things. You know, otherwise you'd be very frustrated, annoyed and angry if you were there because you wouldn't understand anything. So this is what you have to do. You have to do the learning and the understanding now to get to where you want. And then when you're there, it's great, right? Because you, your soul has raised that vibration to get there, but you have to do the work to get there. Okay. Well, I do hope that this podcast has been helpful and healing for out there for everyone that's been listening. Um, know that where you are now is not where you're going to be. So if you are frustrated with your career or your job or where you are, it's a, it's a temporary, everything is temporary. Okay. Have patience, do the work and you can move yourself into the space or the stream that you want to go focus on that and you will get there. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Once again, if anyone has any ideas of healing or help or any podcast ideas that they would like me to discuss, I love getting emails, um, would love to discuss that for you. And if there's anything else I can do for you, please be sure to email me. Other than that, please take care of yourselves and each other. Blessings.